It is the All Teens Techie Podcast, episode three. We're up to ooh, three. Ooh. Yeah, we thought we would give up on this, Simon, after like episode one. Now, since we got so popular in Australia, uh, yeah, that kept us going. We love you, Australia. Yeah. You're awesome. You're awesome. We're gonna we are, we're going to get into other charts as well, hopefully. No, it'd be nice to break America. Uh, break America, actually, yeah. Since we're in Ireland, maybe break Ireland. Yeah, break Ireland. <laughs> yeah, well, we are following up on like AV Magazine doing some uh, doing some articles on us and AV Tech Europe doing some articles on we us as well. Before we start and go in with the team music, I want to thank people for nominating me once more into the AV Awards. I'm in the finals again. Again? So, back tie again? Back tie again. Uh, red carpet? Red carpet. Maybe maybe no Kieran this time, unfortunately. Wine and dined. Wine and dined. But I, I'd better actually take Jen for... for one episode. Shall we get into the program? Go for it. All Things Techie Podcast, brought to you by two tech junkies, Justin Dawson and Simon Lang. For more, visit www.allthingstech.ie for all things techie. We are also actually playing around with uh, doing live streaming of our program and doing it as uh, a video on YouTube as well, so uh, where you can see our ugly mugs. Good. Uh, that is that's good. I, it's great I, fun. I think our rating is going to drop now. Ah uh, yes, but everyone wonders what what we do, and all we do is like we we get into a room and we talk tech, mm. and we lock ourselves in the room until we talked enough tech. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. And or the tea runs out. Or or the tea runs out. Well, you didn't want tea. You wanted water yeah. today. Okay, so we're we're feeding Simon water and some bread until he he talks and gives us all his opinions on tech. Coming up in the program, okay. I see moving to Barcelona. Ooh, I can start working on my tan now. Oh yeah. Well, this is the thing. This is the interesting point that some of our listeners said that it was a given that it was going to move to Germany. No, because I think Germany or somewhere in Germany they have one of the biggest exhibition centers in Europe or mm. the world. But this, I've been looking at the the, the floor plans of this place. Fief Fife, is that how you pronounce it? new place yes we will we will confirm the name of this new place oh my goodness like yeah. florida it takes what we get in amsterdam and multiplies it by four yeah and that's how much floor space they got yeah like they, but travelators there's actually flat travelators like at this at, at the airport can it not be like the gladiator travelators no and and add some vr into it talking about vr we are going to be talking about vr and team rides with virtual reality Bit creepy. We're going to be talking about that as well, okay. right? And um, also, we have the three A's: Apple, Amazon, and Android. And we're going to be talking about how they have revolutionised the TV market. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, we're going to tell you how a Chromecast works. And um, we're going to talk about the Amazon Fire Stick or Cube, uh, the Mi Box, Apple TV, Now TV in Ireland, and. Um, and just streaming, like I think it's just taking away the whole idea of like you do not need a satellite dish anymore. I think you see a lot of articles in the states and they call it cutting the cord. Yes, cutting the cord. That's a good way of putting it. So, um, uh, Serbia even, um, which is Irish television. Irish television, yes. And yeah. um, we're gonna be talking about home smart alarms. Would you or wouldn't you get a home smart alarm? Okay. And. If you want to get in contact with the program, as usual, allteenstech.ie. That's allteenstech.ie for All Teens Techie. You can tweet Simon as he tries to remember his tweet handle. 
I think it's Simon Lang 26. No, it's Simon Lang AV. Simon Lang AV. Take two. Uh, so uh, if you want to tweet Simon, who, who doesn't look at his Twitter feed, obviously, <laughs> listeners, it is... Simon Lang AV. Or you can come on to my Twitter and I will actually respond to you. It is uh, at Justin or Dawson. Or our hashtag is all things tech E for all things tech Join us on the journey to 2021. Integrated Systems Europe in Barcelona. Ever growing, never static. The audiovisual and electronic systems industry is one of the world's most dynamic. Day by day, new opportunities are emerging with a need for new solutions. Solutions for better innovations, better technologies, better systems, and better connections. On a global stage, providing more modernity, sustainability, accessibility, and more space. Where partners can thrive and grow together with us for years to come in an environment that matches their same core values. Join us on the journey to 2021. Integrated Systems Europe in Barcelona. The first time I went to Amsterdam, uh, I said to Jen, um, I'm going away to Amsterdam for a few days. It's for work purposes. And she laughed. And she and I said, no, really, it is for work purposes. And to be honest, I haven't actually set foot inside Amsterdam probably. No. no. In the two, like I've been there two years with you. So we have n- never gone sightseeing. We never have gone sightseeing. We've seen the canals yep. and we rushed to our hotel and, and we rushed back to the hotel. hotel. <laughs> or the time that we walked to the AV Tech Europe Awards and back. Yeah, that was the closest we got to seeing Amsterdam itself. Yeah. Um, and I actually have never been there not ISE. You know what I mean? Like as a, as a holiday. I've been there been. once years and years back and did I go... I went into the town to just experience it and all the magic that is Amsterdam. Um, but... Haven't done the adult tours of Amsterdam, <laughs> and even even to the stage of where they did the projection mapping last year at ISE, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, so I think if we're going next year, yes, a few we bo- have a few, to a few do boat a, rides. A few boat rides. It, we're looking for sponsorship for all teens techie to go on some boat rides, and or we could even get a bicycle and cycle a bit or whatever. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Simon. <laughs> Yeah, after after all that walking around ISE, do you really want to cycle? That's a good point. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or we can put on virtual reality headsets and cycle at the same time. Ooh, that sounds fun. That, that could be a bit dangerous. I Talking of virtual reality, Simon, and headsets, Water Park in Germany has a new claim to fame, a water slide that outfits guests with a VR headset. Dubbed the VR slide, the system includes a water-resistant VR headset powered by Samsung Galaxy S8, there's a plug for Samsung, for a deep dive into waters of the digital unknown. I like water slides. Do I want to wear 
a headset while going down a water slide or do I just want to experience a high water slide myself? Like I was over in theme parks in America where literally you had to, as a male, you had to cross your legs because the gush of water that could go up your swim shorts. And I mean, like you could come out with a serious wedgie afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not a fan of water slides. not a fan of theme parks as, as such. So... I have only been to Alton Towers, so that's the closest I've ever been to them. So, VR version. I, VR I, I version. Can, I can understand maybe. What? But not what on water, though. The water one, I'm not so sure. Do you know some of the ones where they you're in the seat and they might tilt you up where you're lying looking at the ground? And goes a VR set, and maybe you're Superman. Do you remember your old simulation things where you'd step into this big box on, box on, on a hydraulics, hydraulics thing hydraulics. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. And as a kid, you thought, this is the best thing ever. It, it's, now it's wearing goggles. I still think... I, I still think VR is gimmicky. I, I still think VR is gimmicky. That's my opinion on it. I, I have a brother-in-law. I have many brother-in-laws, but I have a brother-in-law who is mad into VR. So he has it yeah. set up in his home. Right. But, and he has these kind... They're like... They're nearly like... They're like camera tripods in the four corners of the room and he wears his headset and he and he and his gloves as well to go with it and stuff like that. So it's sort of like so it's taking a next step from the Nintendo Wii mm. and, and going with it. And them. he has his goggles on and then he can participate and he says they're usually fighting sword games or shooting army kind of games. So don't like, walk into the room while he's playing this. So basically yeah. you stand in the middle of the room and there's nothing, no furniture for you to fall over and he says you can get down the ground and crawl around and you can duck and dive bullets and stuff like that and... So, but do you know what? There is some good to VR. Of course, there's some good to everything, but there's some good to VR. Um, if you're, but on a theme park adventure area, adventure playground, the best one I've seen is in America. There's these warehouses that are just kitted out with foam obstacles, but. It would remind you when you're wearing the VR headset of playing something like Tomb Raider or Lara Croft where you're jumping over what is only like a two meter gap mm-hmm. built of foam but while wearing the headset it makes and the helmets it makes it look like you're jumping in cliff. Is it nearly like where we've taken it we want we're junkies? In the sense of... But well, well, we are tech junkies. <laughs> in the sense of the people no longer like playing a shooting game with a gun that pretends to shoot is was the first step. Then you're now putting it into where you're getting real interactive with live, with, with your friends down the road. And then all of a sudden now you're putting on a headset where you're just trying to increase the level of adrenaline that you're going to get from playing the game. I don't know. Is it like just the next level of someone wanting to experience something a high? It's an immersive experience, as a big said I would call it. But even going with that and streaming, did you see that Microsoft's Xbox, the latest one, is now going to want... It is, sorry, now given the ability that all your games will be streamed for other people to watch. Call me old, I just don't understand this. Like we talked this, about this yeah, before. This we talked about yeah. kids sitting. Watch, sitting, watching other kids even play with Lego when it's on YouTube and it's getting hundreds of thousands of hits. Versus you taking out the Lego and playing with yourself. Yeah, and then with computer games, people watch other people gaming like, to find out tips. 
Like, I can understand sometimes, yeah. but like, sometimes you're playing a simulation game which could be four hours long. Yeah. They'll sit and watch the whole four hours. Where if I was looking for a tip to get past a certain team or a certain body, you Google just, the, the how to how to, I get even the old Super Mario. I don't remember when you this is going back, listeners. When you used to get, you used to be able to buy a Nintendo or PlayStation or Sega. Sega, yes, Sega Master mm. Drive or Mega Mega Drive magazine on week by week or monthly basis and it would give you the cheats to Certainly. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. This has gone way past this. Of so it. Sonic the Hedgehog is probably so tiny in amazing in how amazing it is now. Yes. For kids. Your old so, 16 bit so, yeah. graphics. Where now we're now they're looking for HD full 1080p or at least or yeah. 4K, so that's probably what's the next thing. It's a game for me to be 4K, but saying that if you're playing a game, you're often close to the screen. But if it's so... streaming, if it's if it's streaming with the Xbox, now we're reading the fact that it's streaming games. Maybe it's streaming games the opposite way, where you buy into a game, you don't need the game on your machine. Yeah, it's and then you go. It has all these houses got fast enough connection for these types but of things. But then so I can imagine having a game, a war game, where I, I think you already can do that, where you're playing a game and you're part of a platoon, an army platoon, which could be hundreds of army characters, and they're all over the world. So your platoon is just being streamed from a central place, and you're just a character in the game. I'm just trying to find the link. We'll come back to the link. We'll put the all our links are going to be on our show notes, mm. listeners. All things tech. dot ie for so all we're things tech. VR. VR, yeah. What do you do? You like the idea of like? Do, do you know where I saw the VR when I was at ISE, um, and I quite liked it. It was actually in a production environment where they were trying, where they were looking at say a car. Yes. Or a piece of machinery. If you're designing something really complex, that you're able to put the headset on and pick up the piece and flip it and turn it before it's even built. But I still think it's the novelty, and it still goes back to the three D glasses, or even the Google where, glasses. or the Google glasses. People don't like wearing these mm. devices. It's too. Even if you say it's waterproof or whatever, it's too bulky. It, and that's where I think it, um, it's going down the um, augmented reality route where if you can actually physically make it pop out. Mm. And you've seen a lot of that at ISE and Infocom is coming on. with it. That's the way things are going to start progressing. Imagine you getting on the train or the bus and the per- there's a person on the seat with a set of VR goggles on. Yeah. Would, you, would you think they're really weird looking? Yeah, wouldn't uh, it be them. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, but I do. Uh, you do one. So I think there, are, like you say, it's a f- kind of a novelty. Or there's certain situations they're perfect for, and others they just won't work. Gonna put it up on our show notes. But um, there is, uh, yet the prices for this is one of the um websites that we were reading. The prices for kinds of VR headsets has still to come down. The companies want to try them. Let know. Peak customers typically they cost one dollar fifty to two dollars per minute, um, to I guess play these games. Is it? Yeah, there's yes. there's play for like the Jurassic Park ride. It says, yeah, for example, that's one for a few minutes. But the other side, people are paying five and ten 
euros dollars to go on a ride anyway so this is just well, another few euro on top of that so and yeah they have to have different size headsets for kids and mm. where, do, where does the health and safety come into this you know they're going down a water chute and probably going to flip and go into a plunge pool at the bottom and they're wearing a headset they're not a good swimmer <laughs> that's another thing we'll come back to that what do you think listeners let us know um, you can tweet Simon at Simon Lang AV Simon Lang AV it's learned his tweet handle again or you can contact us at allthingstech.ie or myself Justin or Dawson now moving on from that we're going to go into Lenovo's new smart display 10 inch review um, they've created a kitchen assistant it's touchscreen, it looks like an iPad, it looks like, actually, we were talking about the Crestron Mercury, the way it sits on the table. It has sort of a speaker on the left-hand side, we'll put up some photos on our show notes. Um, Responds quickly to touch and voice commands, is this going to be the new thing in, now, in home If you're someone who, say, watches stuff on your tablet while you're cooking, or... You're watching an episode of your soap while the dinner is being made or while you're baking and stuff like that. I think this is perfect for them people. Yes. Yeah. Um, I personally don't see a need for it in my house. But I can understand it if you look at that, if you're that type of person who's all the time in the kitchen doing stuff. Yeah. The fact and then this voice activation might link into stuff where you're watching something and you might want to look up something or... You want them to ask, well, oh, can you tell me what's in my schedule for this weekend or whatever the case Not bad is. prices, though, Simon. They're retailing or recommended retail price of $250, which, you know, if you were to buy a TV or some type of tablet and... They're around that price anyway. Yeah, they're, they're around that price anyway. So uh, we're going to put some uh, show notes on our show notes. We'll, rather, we'll have the, the link to this. Um, Smart Lenovo Smart to play performance tasks exceedingly well and everything else well enough it deserves a consideration is the review uh, from it. Go, moving on, uh, we did speak about Xbox streaming games. Yes, we have talked about that. Um, Galaxy. Now, <laughs> mobile phones, there's been so much talk and so much hype about Apple versus Samsung. Court cases against Apple versus Samsung. You just found out that the next thing that seems that that's going to happen with mobile phones is they're going to be foldable. Yeah, so this seems to be there's a couple of companies of patents. Yeah. For this, so we went from a phase where we had tiny screens on our phones and they started getting bigger and bigger. Then they wanted to start making them smaller, smaller, smaller. On the on on on, on the on the pads yeah. yeah yeah and now all of a sudden we're going bigger bigger bigger, bigger again because hence like the iphone pluses and all those ones have yeah. out. so now what they're saying is by making a foldable screen you can nearly have a tablet size in mm. your pocket but when you're carrying it around it's the size of a mobile phone so and i i'm demonstrating this for the the camera if you're watching us on youtube so some of them are actually going to fold like a book like a book and then i have seen one a prototype which looked crazy which was it would fold three times, like overlap. Like nearly a a, a, a wallet, yeah, or a leaflet, or an A3 leaflet, yeah. So, so this way you have a lot of screen space, but in a small 
pockets isn't I, I the latest rumors of Sampton have just gone no uh, this is total rumor mill uh, because Samsung were also working on the bendable screen but what's on Samsung having serious difficulty with phones exploding in their last mm. do they want to try and make something bendable that's going to catch fire or does sorry let's let's not just blame Samsung on that does any mobile company want to make something that could easily catch fire with components bending if you're physically bending stuff no. technology isn't meant to bend no but I think Apple are yeah i think the patent uh, apple have is for a foldable so i think if anyone is to do one they will they will but will it work is the question as a like if you think about it, a phone it is solid enough in a score in a rectangle shape but if you have folds in it it's giving it actually a weak point imagine you had your mobile phone again for listeners holding up simon's phone because uh it was the nearest one uh imagine you had the microphone on one side and you're trying to talk to it voice activated and it's like sorry i didn't understand that your phone is bent too much that's that's what's <laughs> going to happen yeah but then i always think like in the case of i have my phone like this this is now i got double the size phone space for i think it'd be brilliant for people in business yes because you have a bigger phone so if you're reading your emails you have more space or you can have two things at the same time like the, very true like apple has now that on the ipad where you can have two applications open side by side mm. like you do at your, at your pc so imagine any phone being able to do that or it works fine like on a normal but then if you have something you want to see more of that you can open it up and you have a bigger screen i don't know now that's one thing that's coming out blackberry are they coming back into the market there is talks of the blackberry everyone thought blackberry was gone dead uh but didn't they come out with a version of the phone? So it has a full quirky keyboard, but I think it's it kind does of, have a full it's quirky kind of, keyboard. It's, it's, it's an Android. The, the BlackBerry Key system. Two review a throwback in the best way. At first, last year's BlackBerry Key One seemed like another reminder of the brand's downfall. While not the first BlackBerry phone to run Android, the Key One was in, built by another phone maker altogether, China's TCL, which makes Acatel phones and now builds BlackBerry devices as well. It has a hard keyboard. So not a standard keyboard. Mm. Yeah. Would you want to go back that route? No. 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 Like if, I don't know who it's targeted at because I think if business people, I don't think people in business would even want this. Not only with the keyboards, do people use stylus on on mobile devices, or even if you had a foldable Samsung or Apple phone in the future. Do people need stylus with them? Do people use their fingers? Yeah. And I think if, if, if phones got better at recognising your nail, yes, people would even write more accurately because I think your fingertip is too chubby to be accurate. Mm. Where if it recognises your nail, you'd be a lot more accurate. Again, listeners, and I feel like a total grunt this month, I think the whole idea of foldable phones, it's gimmicky. It's... It, I, I don't know. I did, there's a novelty to it. I think it it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's sort of like, what can we do next? Mm. Unless we put a, a drone on a phone and make it fly. Now, patent pending, listeners. Patent pending. I know I'm going on a slight tangent here for a second, but for example, um, 5G 
is being tested at the moment, which is the next level of data connection. Yeah. See, I'd be more interested in I'd that, be more interested in speed. that than a yeah. foldable phone. Where now I'd be interested in having proper four G everywhere in Ireland. Don't mind five G. Well, imagine if five G is meant to be what four or five times faster than four G. And you would have no problem with buffering and watching Netflix. That and processors. Do you know what? I? This is sort of an off-tangent discussion. I was helping a neighbour with their computer recently. And they had the original Apple uh, MacBook, right? And they had loads of photos that they wanted to take off their, off their computer of their kids. So I plugged in the USB. It took five hours to copy it onto usb copied all the photos over i brought that usb to the latest apple mac and plugged it in it took five minutes the processor in the original your mobile phones would be faster now than that's crazy that's how quickly things are changing you think about when when we were in college our projects were saved on floppy disks which were Speak for yourself, Simon. <laughs> okay. When I was in college, um, we used floppy disks. And no, we didn't use floppy disks. And they were, what, 1.6 megabytes? Yes. Now we talk in terabytes of in USB keys. I think I've seen one recently on maybe Amazon's sale, but it was 6 terabytes for nearly $150. In a USB key? In an external hard drive. An external hard drive. Where I've seen nearly a terabyte in a USB key. Yeah. So it's going to get to the point where memory is just going to keep going up and up and up and up. We're going to start. I don't know what comes after Terra. What does come after Terra? We'll have to Google that. Yeah. Uh, or we can't show favoritism to an internet browser, which brings me nicely onto the next topic. So you, see, you swear that like, I had this just all planned out. <laughs> it's a whim that we do these programs. It's a total whim. Firefox. You've heard of the Firefox browser. Yes. Again, it's sort of like BlackBerry in my view. They're always behind in their if you want to, if It's kind of one of those nearly like, if you want to do something that you don't want to be on Internet Explorer or drop the names or Chrome. Or you, Edge. Or, uh, <laughs> Sorry. That doesn't exist in my head. Uh, <laughs> it's just too problematic. Sorry, Safari, Microsoft. Or Safari. Yes. So what's left really is Firefox. And Firefox has a great name out there. What's the other one? Go if you don't want to keep uh, your cookies, go duck go. Don't know. Never even heard of that one. Uh, duck, duck duck go. Is it duck duck go? Let me just Google that while you're talking away. Duck duck go. Because I was thinking there's another one. I um see the I think um, but the other side I think Firefox was really the first browser. Before Chrome, if you know what I mean, there was either internet. You had IE. I think Firefox was open source. Yes. Yes. So Firefox is open source, and I think probably some of the foundations of Chrome have come from Firefox. Yes, absolutely. And then that's. And then, of course, this Chrome is Google, which has plenty of money behind yeah. it. Uh, but they Firefox is um making a voice controlled web browser called Scout, and you say. Yeah, that's nice, but you still need to put it on some hardware. Voice controlled browser. Do we not? Does is is Chrome or well, Google Assistant classes a voice controlled browser now? I would consider it. Yeah. Or Siri. Or Siri. 
Yeah. Um, so there's Mozilla, who own Firefox. Um, the organization behind Firefox is exploring a very different web browser called Scout that is operated by voice rather than keyboard, mouse, or touch tops. Of course, non-profit Mozilla revealed Scout as the project in an agenda for an all-hands meeting taking place this week in San Francisco. With the Scout app, we are able to explore browsing and consuming content with voice. Maybe it's good for people with disabilities. It's a great idea. It's a great idea for people with disabilities. Voice control over electronic devices, once a sci-fi idea, is increasingly common as we talk to our digital doodads to make calendar appointments, dictate messages, and search for TV shows. Which brings us nicely on, uh, in a couple of minutes, to our three A's. But yes, just going back to it, DuckDuckGo, people want their privacy. People don't like this whole idea of being traced on Google Chrome and giving their location settings and so forth. DuckDuckGo is not anything like um, the dark web or anything like that. It's just keeping you private um, and apparently becoming very popular. But it also it, it act, actually acts as an add-in to Google Chrome. Hmm. So there's I've, never, one, I've never heard of this was hilarious. Alexa uh, never speaks unless spoken to, and most of these home devices, as we were talking in our last episode, Simon, they listen all the time until mm-hmm. they're spoken to. And I only had, last night actually, watching a movie or watching something on TV with Jen, where it actually did start playing music in the background. I was like, hello? <laughs> yeah, and it's I, in the other room. Now, in my case, my home mini is right in front of my TV, so it's happened loads of times for us. Yeah, but it usually has to have okay Google first, so you do wonder how that it does pick it up. A San Francisco man says Amazon Alexa gave him a very creepy experience when he, out of the blue, his Amazon Echo told him that quote unquote. Every time I close my eyes, all I see is people dying. That would scare the crap out of me if... That would scare the crap out of anyone if that yeah. happens, so... Um, Alexis never spoke, speaks unless spoken to, and Kinnear claims he didn't use anything to rouse the voice assistant. Um, he reportedly asked Alexa to repeat the statement, and Alexa told him that he, they did not understand. Um, usually when you say, can you repeat that, it will repeat apparently on Alexa. And the only thing that they can think of is Alexa turned out the name of the song title. Every time I close my eyes, all I see is people dying by digital reality. The only thing that they can think of is if someone else in the house was listening to some songs and what song is next in a playlist is the only way they can... Describe. That is really scary. It is scary. But I, if you, I, I would love to work out why you did it. But hey. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so we're going to go on and talk about TVs, cutting the cord, as you said, Simon. Mm. Streaming boxes. Streaming boxes. Now, what is your recommendations if someone says I want to watch TV or want to watch movies or watch want to watch box sets? There is the legal and the illegal aspects, listeners, and of course the illegal aspect is the Android boxes where people are finding paid subscriptions left, right and centre 
putting on devices like Cody, Cody are coming back in several court cases and saying, not us, because we're just a, pretty much an operating system. Yeah, a media player. A media player. And basically people are, whatever they want to put on it, that's their choice. That's their choice. And that's why they're available in most electronic retail stores. And mm. um, so I guess if I was someone asked me what they what, what want to use, I would actually first find out what phones they use. Right. So if you are a house of all Apple iPhones and iPads and MacBooks, you I think, stick with the Orchard and go Apple. Yes, I would go with your Apple TV. Because yeah. what's the point? Because if, if you have a paid iTunes subscription, mm. which gives you Apple TV stuff and movies and all like that, why would you bother going to something else? Yeah. Then if you're an Android house, I'd probably push you towards an Android related one or an Amazon one. Right. So, but then I guess it comes down to what your subscriptions are. Like in the case of you have a subscription for Google Play or Google Movies, then you go with an Android box. Yeah. If you have an iTunes Prime account, you'd probably go with an Amazon one. Is this the future of TV? I, I like, do you know what? You sort of... Think back and go, things that were gimmicks with TVs, 3D TVs, mm. never caught on. Bendable TVs, well, it's just like the bendy phone. Eh, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> what was the tagline? You can view it from any any side of the room. But the, looking at ISE, like, they, they're now making flat screens where you can view from any angle, any angle of the room. Yeah. So Using the discus model from Mavixa. Yes, yeah, sorry, <laughs> throw that in. <laughs> Distance of, of screens and the size of screens. Yes, uh, proper AV standards there. Okay. Um, um, so, so then there's so there's tons of apps I get, but like, um, Android phones, there's tons of Android boxes to to go with. So we've sort of we're gonna put loads of these up on the show notes. Amazon Fire TV Cube. So that's where I suppose this whole conversation started. Let's you control power, input switching, and volume on your TV. This is something I like. New out from Amazon. And why I like it is with the Chromecast, you can't, Google's Chromecast, even the 4K model, you say turn on TV to the Google Home or whatever, it turns on the TV. You can't change source. So you're, yeah, so it's not properly controlling. It's only. Just I don't know. Can the Alexa though? I. Hmm. I think all of them can kind of. Turn on. Some turn on the TV, maybe, but it's more like turn on the TV because there's an. And it's set to that input. Because it's that input that's turning it on, but can it actually change input? So can you go, turn on TV and switch to DVD player and start playing DVD that is in the DVD player? No. And that's a, these, these are the things that it's how can I describe this properly listeners I always think that whether it be Apple Amazon Google they come out with new devices and to me maybe it's just a tech junkie inside me but it's finding the end user experience and just go these are the obvious things and we're going to be getting into this more, not just with TVs, but if I buy a Chromecast, I want to be able to talk to it and make it work the same way or any type of smart device. I want to be able to talk to it and say, change channel, change to Sky One, 
change to BBC, change to RTE Radio 1 or RTE 1 if we'd gonna name Irish TV channels. It can't do it. No, because it can't control your Skybox or your whatever company now, it is. That's, like Sky or have a, a really nice new box, the Sky Cube, I think it's called as well, where once you have the full premium Sky package, you can talk to your remote and say, play the movie with Tom Hanks in it, and they'll give you all the movies with Tom Hanks in it or whatever. So I think that feature is really awesome. Hmm. But then we're talking about cut, changing channels. The cord. Yeah, and that means you'd be cutting the cord to Sky. Yes. As well. Which is I don't, but I honestly believe that satellite dishes in the next five years will be obsolete. You don't so, need them. Yeah, or what will happen now? I don't. So mm. I in, in the last 10 years I've been in, in my house, we have never had a paid subscription TV service. Yeah. So we, we live on YouTube, Netflix and but even even if you work on premium with sky yeah. and paying sky subscription it's getting down the route that everything's going over in mm. internet because sample so my internet my internet's provided by virgin yes i keep asking the question when virgin do these surveys can you not have a version of your subscription service where you can have tv as a stream service not where i have to have a box so if you have a box like a horizon box you can watch it on an app yes but if you don't have a tv box you can't watch it on the app where i'm saying i want to have a tv subscription but only a streaming use. subscription yeah not a t where it requires me to have absolutely a TV but box. this this new amazon cube is hitting into some of the areas that we're looking at hardware wise where you can just talk to it and say change channel volume up volume down most of the things most of the devices just allow volume up volume down pause rewind play mm. google links my google home links in with netflix mostly or the chromecast will uh, display anything that you ask it to to beam to the to the tv because i just i recently saw and I, I mentioned to you was um jbl and google have a soundbar yes so I was the other day in the shop and I noticed now they have a whole range of products which are like speaker pods which have built in Google Assistant. Right. So so you could have a soundbar which is made by JBL connected to your TV which has Google Assistant built into it so you don't need your Google Home or your Google Mini mm. to talk to it. So I don't know where this is going so I haven't researched that but there's an example where we got a speaker manufacturer integrating with a Google product or now you can actually get TVs with Google built into it, Google Assistant. What I like about the whole idea of being able to change sources is, let's take this into a company profile. Mm. Once you start being able to activate a source by your voice, one HDMI source can be the webcam, one HDMI mm. source can be your laptop. And your third one could be actually your paid TV service. The only problem is, how many voices can these things detect? Well, you look at Google Home and just go, anyone in the home can talk now, to it. I, I think doesn't it have to learn, but I guess if it's in a company, it takes anyone's voice, which can also be anyone's um, dialect. Yeah. So you think about you in a company of thousands of people, you could have people from any country. So it's not it has, it's a real example of it's 
ability to understand, say, someone from Russia and learn, and someone from Africa, then someone from America and someone from England or Scotland, as that funny video goes, and I've been trying to understand all these languages, and you just go, I want to present, and it goes, turn goes, oh, input two is the presenting one, show. It sounds like simple logic. Amazon seems to be doing it. Apple, Apple don't haven't really caught on with this voice activation no, they, i don't think they have their they have their home pod coming out right and they have siri but it still hasn't really kind of jumped like vote or like um google has or alexa mm. they haven't really kind of really plugged into that yet. now going, going back to the serview or it's or the channels serview which is our irish company and pretty much the free view channels once upon a time you needed to connect your coaxial cable to the back of it and get the channels mm. through it's getting to the stage now where you don't even need the tv area coming into your house it's getting to the stage where it's all going over ethernet that sounds brilliant for someone like me who doesn't have a tv now area. they have come out with a new serview box which is internet and um TV cable ready. I don't know, is it got to the stage where you can just plug out the TV cable and it's going to run over the internet? But you would hope, hope down the line with broadcasting commissions and so forth, that if that's the case, can we not start getting free to air European channels like in the UK, like the BBCs, the UTVs, the ITVs over? Free. Free. free instead of using satellite that would be brilliant. and that's where i think that satellites attained in the past yeah so the technology because the internet can move at such faster speed than um, a satellite signal yeah and also doesn't cost as much now so that's the two um we apple the me box do you know so, the me or the my i me my tomato tomato Okay, so this is a um, Chinese-based company. Right. So they're one of the largest um, technology Combined manufacturers the and in, in China. So they have tons of phones, tablets. But how do they get permission to combine the Chromecast and the Amazon Fire Stick in one? Mm. Interesting. Um, <laughs> the, I don't know. I guess now, see, Amazon is based on an Android, an altered Android OS. Okay. okay. So, um, and of course, Android is Android OS. So I guess by by taking the bits of both of them, you can make them into the same device. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, but they're a massive competitor um, out, out definitely in the direction of China and but they're they're seeing a very popular brand here I've, I've actually even seen shop mobile phone shops selling their versions of the phones now here in Ireland so it's it's a brand that's going to definitely come because it's a cheaper brand mm. but doesn't mean it's cheaper in quality cheaper in quality yeah let us know what you think if you were I'm just going to give out our Twitter handle again all things techie uh, is the hashtag you can visit our website www.allthingstech.ie for all things techie where you will find the show notes of all our programs we are trying this out for the first time with uh placing it up on youtube and seeing does people like to see the visuals as well that and um, we can sort of add in pictures of what 
things we are talking about. Yeah. Um, so, but if you were to buy one and had unlimited money, Simon, what would oh, you I'd, do? I would be buying my and an Android one. So I think Android just yeah. ha gives again. It's down to the fact that Apple is too locked down. Yeah, you can uh, do more with an Android box. And see, my only problem with Android is this one. So I have an actual Google Nexus TV box. Okay. So I have an official Google product where there's lots of other companies making Android boxes out there. ZoomTac being a very popular one. You do have the NVIDIA Shield. NVIDIA Shield is very gaming. Yeah. Very gaming. But, you can do... Or Roku. Or Roku, yes. Yeah. Another one. So the thing about it is when you, every year when I watch um, Google's I.O. conference, mm. I'm always disappointed that there's nothing about their TV side. They do so little development in... TV the TV OS mm. equivalent so sorry TV OS I think is Apple's name for it but in a sense of Android's version of TV development but Google could do so much more Amazon of course have their channels um and their prime yeah their prime prime, prime channels Apple have their Apple well they have Apple, Apple TV, TV yeah they don't have channels Amazon have their prime so they're ahead of things. I see where you're coming from. When when is Apple? When is YouTube? Now YouTube have their streaming platform, mm. and there is talks of YouTube starting to do their own sort of TV end of things. Now there's already an uh, yeah there's because YouTube have a few TV series coming out. Yeah, under paid so, subscription. I like you think to yourself, when's Microsoft? When's all these gonna catch on? I don't. To... I've never heard Microsoft doing a TV related box, but yeah. But I, I think Android just need, Android is like your phones. There's so many flavors of them out there. Yes. But I often wonder is Google not just going to do something for TV? Like so, YouTube have an, a TV developed app. So when you like, like you can get a mobile phone YouTube app. You can get a tablet YouTube app. You can now get a TV YouTube. You see, app. YouTube are now offering a premium subscription to kill your ads while you're watching YouTube. Or YouTube Music. Or YouTube Music, yeah. Okay, would you want to, would you be that interested in killing the adverts? Is this going to be, is mm. it? I like YouTube for videos. I don't think I, like I, YouTube I, for I videos. don't think I'd be listening to YouTube for my music. I, I, I like my Spotify. Like, the, the main thing that I think most residential people use YouTube for is they want to sit their child down to get an hour's piece, stick mm. on. YouTube kids, YouTube kids, which doesn't have adverts. I no. don't, I don't believe they are so far. I am, I don't think so. And if they do, they have to be related to the age category. Age category, yes. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I did actually watch the first episode of Mia the what's the Baron's name? Uh, oh, the little bear that I know. That, I know the show you mean. Yes, because Rebecca watches, watches it all the time. Yes, yes. But well, we did watch that. It's very good. It's only two seasons. I know every episode now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like Paw Patrol. We only watched it to see do they rescue the baby turtles. And then the funny part is, if you ever actually catch the bear one on YouTube, you sometimes get the original Russian version. Yes. And it's it's just so weird watching it known that Not doesn't that. sound like her talking of Russia <laughs> I love the way you just link in each I don't even plan that. we don't even plan it so 
Trump and Putin meet, and everyone's like scratch their heads, are going, "This is going to be interesting." You know, it's the reunion of the cronies. It's the reunion of the cronies. Uh, not that we have anything against Putin or Trump. If they want to sponsor the program, listeners, we by all means show us the money. Um, so they meet and exchange a football because Russia had the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Now you know. Trump doesn't know a lot of things, but, you know... Uh, His CIA buddies were probably going, what? Yeah, is this <laughs> is this actually football, right? Mm. And people were thinking, hold on a minute, if it's not a football, what else could this device be? Because you said there's some technology already in a football from the... Well, Cup. apparently so, Simon. Like, similar to your mobile phone and the leap card which is our transport system in ireland listeners if you're listening over in australia because we love the australians they put us on itunes podcast charts we love you and so the nt nfc nfc where you can hold your card up to your phone turn on the nfc uh, on Mm. your i think is it only android i'm not sure no, Apple has their own because it's used for Apple Pay. And it's Apple Pay, Google yeah. Pay, so okay, so you can hold up your phone, top up your leap card, and away you go. Apparently, and it's I don't know what's it on all World Cup footballs, um, but we, let's just have a read of this. Russian's President Vladimir Putin updates soccer ball or football to President Trump last week and has said a course of warnings, some of them only half in jest, that the World Cup souvenir ball could be bugged. It turns out they weren't entirely wrong. Markings on the ball indicate that it contained a chip with a tiny antenna that transmits to nearby phones. But rather than a spy device, the chip is advertised featuring the Adidas AG ball. Photographs shows um, in Helsinki where Putin handed the ball to Trump show a board logo of the near field communication tag. During manufacturing, the NFC chip, which is similar to what you top up your leap cards with is placed inside the ball under that logo which resembles the icon for wi-fi signal according to adidas website the chip allows fans to access player videos competitions and other content by bringing their mobile device closer to the ball so that's the purpose of why adidas put it on it was an advertisement it was an advertisement so you tag it and you can see videos okay could it be hacked this is the question could it be hacked could other stuff be put on that soccer ball? Adidas declined to comment on whether the chip could be effective for a Russian hack. There's no suggestion that such balls or their chips have any security vulnerabilities. However, weirder things have happened. happened yes. Such as Trump getting into government. Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, because that's the thing, what's stopping the ball becoming a hotspot for getting into something else in the White House or some other building where like does it mean Trump was actually going to bring the football back and push it into the Oval Office probably not but who knows where it could be put let us know what you think listeners it just shows you how small technology can get hmm. um, or but had a microphone and a listening device in it the chip is the same technology used in some contact 
this payments including Apple Pay and Google Pay as we mentioned. In theory such ties can be programmed to initiate an attack on a phone at least one hacker has shown. In 2015 Forbes reported that an engineer used an NFC chip to send nearby by Android phone a request to open a link that if the user agreed upon it installed a malicious file that took over the phone. But this football England connect oh well it Unless I, unless Trump wants to watch the videos of uh, World Cup highlights, I actually thought from the football. when when the when we first mentioned about the chip in the ball, I actually thought it was actually a way for FIFA to track what ball was used for what match in case there was an inquiry or something like like their virtual refereeing or yeah, whatever and yeah stuff like yeah. that or the there was um I was watching a TV show the other day, um I think it was an Amer- Australian. Aussie rules match and during the live match a circle ring surrounds the player who had the ball live live and then as they run an arrow came out behind them telling them how far they had run and what speed they're running at during a match live that's crazy and I'm thinking imagine that's the ball doing all that so the ball once you know where the ball is, you can track everything from it, as in where it is and how fast it's moving. So, I thought maybe that's what the, uh, the chip does. It's, it's neat. I've seen sports kits just like the thermals that players wear. But it's built-in chips now that can measure their heart rate. Pretty much totally recognise if this player is going to they have be that fit. For, for rugby. All well, the rugby, rugby as well. All yes. the rugby players you see it on the back of their neck. It's a little box that sits there, and it can track their location by GPS where they are on the pitch. Because that that's the one we see the at the end of even soccer matches now. They can go X player did so many miles or kilometers in that match. It's crazy. There's a, so could it be half time? I think it could. It's anything possible. Anything is possible. Let us know what you think. Allteamstech.ie is where you find these show notes, and. Sort of linking in with Russian hacking and Facebook. Facebook lost a hundred billion dollars in one day. The social network has faced litany of controversies this year, election meddling by the Russians, data misuse and fake news. The platform has been accused of helping violence spread in Myanmar, India, Sri Lanka and CEO Mark Zuckerberg has defended Holocaust deniers. But amid controversy, Facebook, the public company and business, seems unscathed. Quarter after quarter, Facebook handily beats sales and profits, estimates by Wall Street analysts. Uh, that changed on Wednesday last week when Facebook missed revenue estimates, offered a weak sales forecast and the future quarters and reported a decline of users in Europe. On Thursday, shares opened down 18%, wiping more than $100 billion off its market value. But Zuckerberg goes unscathed as this is a small change to the Facebook industry. But then I guess if it dropped 100 billion, did it go back up 100 billion? By the close of training, Bloomberg declared that Facebook has suffered the largest stock market loss in value during a single day by any US company. Uh, It's a shock, but it's not a concerning part for Facebook in the long run. A loss of users the whole reason of the network effect and the reason Facebook can change advertisers so much as money uh, is what Facebook needs to overcome. And Facebook declined to comment. Um, 
they some people are saying it could be related to the latest GDPR policies. I just think they've had litany after litany, including the latest Channel 4 documentary, which was behind the scenes in Facebook in Dublin, and unearthed that employees have a green, orange and red light system for videos with harmful content and a lot of stuff gets left on or passed amongst the chain. They have a ticketing system to monitor videos that come in and get put on the platform and some stuff has a good 30 plus days waiting list. And then it's also probably based on a human decision. It is based on a human decision. So what could be seen as... They are, as it sounds like they are grossly understaffed for mm-hmm. such security measures. Yeah, and no, that doesn't help. And because what could be offensive to you might not be offensive to me as well. So it's it's very... People. Which is where Luckenberg is up in breach with all this Holocaust mm. material. Interesting. Is it's it's Facebook getting... No. We keep on talking about this every month. Is it... Did, I think they obviously need to change the platform and I think it's going to go down. There's an actual business side of Facebook where companies have, I don't know if it's Facebook, a kind of Facebook service like G Suite. Right. For, like there's a Facebook equivalent. I think that I, I have to think of the name of that. Listeners, if you're listening in and you can tell us, please do so. I think it is sort of like this... Um, spark is is it the it's team sharing type of yes. uh, ends of things is what i've seen i i don't know i i think facebook is going to get more listening than more problems no, i also think they have to be regulated i don't own the facebook is half as much as i used to no and people younger than us are not even using it that much they're on their snapchat maybe we should facebook live this program so oh that's a scary thought but fun but fun yeah we're going to start off with YouTube first. Because we haven't really said anything bad about Google apart from the fact that we want some improvements with regards to the Google Home device yeah. and how it doesn't work with G Suite. Please sort it out, listeners. Or Google, please sort it out. I'm a paying customer to your G Suite package. Please sort it out. Would you trust, Simon, a home security system, an alarm system, that is controlled smartly smart yes. device yes yes because it, it's kind of now like if it talks in our article it talks about the nest stuff anyway yes so i amazon have fought over a doorbell company called ring see have you have you ever heard of ring i have not heard of ring but i've seen similar products to what they do like where it's all internet connected because i like the idea of of the nest stuff where you can control your heating system and your water and your all that remotely mm. so if i'm away i can turn the heating on before i get home but this is taking it to a whole new step so this is like saying you could only even have to get out of your chair to see who's at the front door if you want to answer it well and this this is the nice thing uh now this article does go back to march listeners they in march amazon inc bought the California-based company Ring. Ring is a video doorbell that connects to your Wi-Fi, connects to your home. But the lovely thing is, it someone rings your doorbell like the postman, or it could be a cold quarter. If you are not there, it opens up the 
the the app on your phone and you can they can't see you you can see them and you can say oh just leave the parcel behind the the door or or uh, around the corner or or leave it in with my neighbor or sorry uh, i have the kids in the bath at the moment so i can't answer the doorbell mm. and you can talk back to them and you can send them on their way something struck me as you were telling me all of this so it's all internet connected wi-fi connected yes what happens when either the power goes or the internet service goes down does Which your, is where does, does smart your, devices... Does, what, your, does your internet, does your home security alarm stop working all of a sudden then? Well, this is, this is one of the questions that I have. Also, it goes to the whole idea of how susceptible is it to hacking. Um, last week, or in March, uh, Ring got bought over. Ring gives Amazon another piece of the Alexa puzzle and... A leg up on Google and Apple. Now Google are coming out with their own doorbell that's available in the States, similar to the ring. Okay. What it sounds obvious, Simon, is what we just talked about. The four doorbell rings. You can see on your mobile phone who it is at the door. Mm. Oh, it's my brother. Oh, it's my sister. Open the door. Mm. Though it's only available on the mobile phone. I think, again, we're going back to this idea of logic. Okay, so Apple, Apple, I think, with even with their mobile phones, here's the latest iPhone, but you can buy it in advance, but we're not going to tell you what the new features are. So create this hysteria of, oh, it must be great. Here's all the latest rumors, it bends. Yeah. And you buy it in advance so you can get it on the day that it's released. This same hysteria comes with new technology with regards to smart devices and the Internet of Things. They bring out something, and what I consider as a, and people might say, Justin, you're just a tech junkie, so therefore you think of all these <laughs> things and you should be working for Apple or Google or so forth. But the logic one is, if you have Google Home, a Chromecast, like we spoke of earlier, or some type of device that is selecting sources, Shouldn't it be that the, you're watching TV, the doorbell rings, you instantly see who's at the doorbell on your TV. And it pauses what you're watching. And you pause what it. Isn't that simple logic? Mm. None of them do it. One actually I was thinking was, as we started talking about this was, say it, um, it was smart enough that it replaces the keys over your door. So if you come up to your house with your phone, you can tap it off the pad and it opens your door. If your brother calls to the door and you look at the screen, you go, oh, that's my brother. You go, oh, just tap your phone off the door. Vump, the front door opens and lets your brother in. Patent pending, Simon. That's genius. Or, or even to the point on your phone, you have a button that says open door. You press the button and your brother can walk in and close the door behind him or your sister. So we're not the I, 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 I know Amazon were working on some type of delivery systems where you could open... The door. I'll have to check up the name of it, but put in our show notes, listeners. Google. Oh, Google. is that the one where you can open the door, say someone's delivering a package and you're not home? Yes. It can open the door, let them push it in, and then close it after. Yes. Hmm. Is that after they go rooting through all your house? Apparently, you can lock it away in some rooms or hmm. keep it locked to some to just the front hall and stuff like that. That's what people. Do. Yes, I at the door. At least you know who's at the door. Or you can go, I think we should be able to take it a step forward and go, Google Home, open the door and let them in, please. Yeah. 
But if you are using visuals and a camera, mm. why isn't this showing the source to your TV? To your TV. And I think it would probably work if you had an Android box. I've seen one called Home Secure, which has an alarm monitoring system similar to Aircom's phone watch. Mm-hmm. They're offering for $99 at the moment. And I and apparently it's been very popular. And I want to talk to these people and find out. But they do all their windows and everything. But I those are the two questions that worry me. What happens if if it's susceptible to hacking? And B, what does power goes down? Because if you have a traditional alarm system in your home, it usually has a battery yeah. in somewhere underneath your stairs or somewhere like that. So if the power goes, it has a certain amount of life mm. before it dies, which is usually a good, decent amount of time. So does it just go back to the old-fashioned traditional alarm system that, okay, your Wi-Fi has gone down, but we can still send out a bell if mm. if your Wi-Fi goes down? Yeah. I wonder... What would you? What do you think, listeners? Do you? What would you improve on uh, on these devices? Let us know. Uh, you can. More you can Internet of Things stuff, isn't there? More right? Internet of Things th- stuff. So what else? Have we, like, just so listeners might come up with ideas for us. We talk. Have we talked about fridges, or cookers, or washing machines? All these things that connect to the internet. Yeah. Well, we've seen some of the Samsung fridges, and you know it can. Do you know what I I seen recently? HP are doing printers now that will you can sign up to subscription that it can automatically detect when you're out of ink and order new ink. That's cool. Cool but scary if it if it recognizes that like there's a lot of people that don't know how to put an ink cartridge into a printer correctly. And do you want to end up with like five gallons of cartridge ink because? It thought it was empty. It thought it was empty. I was and that's going to happen. I'm sure that's going to happen. Actually, I thought when you had mentioned the HP one, I was actually thinking, imagine you're on your phone on your way home and you're going, I want, oh, I wouldn't mind printing that off. You could hit print on your phone no matter where you are. And cloud-based. And it prints the, on the printer at home. So when you get home, it's there on the printer. I'm sure that is in existence. It sounds really cool. It sounds cool. I'm sure there is something out there that does that. I have to Google that up for uh, our next show. Um, so, Apple have the iOS 12 in beta mode, right? Which is I like have a, my, which is an augmented. Listeners, I have my friendly IKEA 50 cent measuring tape that always uh, oh, good to have around AV installs and designs. The measuring tape, 50 cent on Apple, right? Simon is measuring his. Uh, notepad with the AB Tweeps sticker on the back of it. It says 19 centimeters. 19 centimeters for our uh, our notepad here. I have the IKEA measuring tape and it is 21 centimeters. So it's not a it's not a hundred percent but I I do like these ideas of having. I think it's a good quick. If you were say on site doing a quick site survey, mm. and you needed to work out the distance from your projector screen to whatever the front row 
yes. of seats or something like that. Does it matter if it's a centimetre or two out? Not really. For an estimate. Yes, let's ask Chuck Espinosa what he thinks of that as he does his, his Lego designs of, uh, for Vixa. Uh, is a centimetre here or there okay? Now, I would say for initial, of course, if you're going to do proper install designs, you measure it accurately. But it comes back to what, uh, laser measurements That's what I was wondering. over the old tape. Now, the other side is if you have a ceiling that you need a massive ladder or scaffolding to get to, I think laser... Health and safety, laser, you're not going to be going... And I yes, think, I as think, a demonstration. I think where a laser, laser measures are fairly accurate. I think, I've seen loads of even people who, who are doing site specs for live hire. Right. So they're going out measuring things like how high the ceiling is, can I hang a truss from there, what's the distance between the front wall and the back wall, so they can go, can we do rear projection, front projection, all that kind of stuff. So they're using it in everyday life, the laser ones. Yes. So they must trust it enough. So this, I guess, is an app that's in development. Or right. it's probably in its first time being released, so it's probably going to get better. It is, it is going to get better. Um, I had one on my phone, and yeah, it's nice. I'll tell you the name of it. It's the free version. Um, it's called Magic Plan. This draws out um, floor plans. You can have rooms and whatever. So same same idea as what you were doing with the iOS app. Um, though I found that at times if you didn't hit the button correctly i was ending up with triangular rooms instead of square or rectangular rooms um and again when you took the measuring tape to it give or take a couple of centimeters out it does up a plan and um, you can add in objects uh but to actually print it out on pdf or anything bigger i need to get the the premium plan which is a monthly subscription magic plan is that one because i've seen one and it, it i've used it on the ios one is where you go up and you actually put the phone on each wall mm. in the room and it can then it builds an image right of that of the room or you can get it where it uses the augmented where you point it in each corner or that one uses it. the in each corner yes. yeah and then so it gives you can map out your floor and then the last setting is your height but imagine if you're a place where the ceiling changes height multiple times mm. in it must be very hard for it to map out a height of a room if you're trying to get kind of square volume yes yeah versus just a flat laser TV. pointers measuring tapes and apps that's what we want to hear from our listeners want to hear about feedback about android apple or amazon if you're doing streaming the three a's of of tv home security do you like the smart devices we'll try and get um and internet of things to monitor your home let us know about that all things tech.ie that's where you can find all our show notes each month and um, we also have recorded this program to see our faces and uh, just so the australians can see us and we have the irish flag up there we really love you guys over there putting us in the itunes chart uh, from myself justin if you want to get in contact with me it's at justin or dawson simon at simon lang av and uh, for this month, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, we're going to uh, have some how-to documents of how to un- recover a Word document. That's going to be on our show notes as well. We didn't get around to that, but very simple of how to recover uh, Word documents. 
um, because I nearly lost all our show notes and then figured out how to recover it after I pressed nah, the So the most of us share the love and share the share knowledge. The, share the love, share, share the knowledge, Simon. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you're going back to do some more project work for, for your company. and th- Keep me out of trouble for another few days. Yeah, yes, yeah. And also try and see your wife and child yeah. in between time. But myself, Justin and Simon, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, bye-bye. All Things Techie Podcast, brought to you by two tech junkies, Justin Dawson and Simon Lang. For more, visit www.allthingstech.ie for all things techie.